0: Reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, Lord, glory to you. At that time, the feast of unleavened bread drew near, which is called the Passover. And the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to put him to death, for they feared the people. Then Satan entered into Judas called Iscariot, who was of the number of the twelve. He went away and conferred with the chief priests and officers how he might betray Jesus to them. And they were glad and engaged to give him money, so he agreed and sought an opportunity to betray him to those in the absence of the multitude. Then came the day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. So Jesus sent Peter and John saying, go and prepare the Passover for us that we may eat it. They said to him, where will you have us prepare it? He said to them, Behold, when you have entered the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house which he enters and tell the householder, The teacher says to you, Where is the guest room where I am to eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room furnished there, make ready. And they went and found it as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. And when the hour came, he sat at the table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I shall not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God and he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he said, "'Take this and divide it among yourselves, "'for I tell you that from now on "'I shall not drink of the fruit of the vine "'until the kingdom of God comes.' "'And he took bread, and when he had given thanks, "'he broke it and gave it to them, saying, "'This is my body, which is given for you. "'Do this in remembrance of me.' And likewise the cup after supper saying, this cup which I poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. But behold the hand of him, him who betrays me is with me on the table. For the Son of Man goes as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed and they began to question one another, which of them it was that would do this. A dispute also arose among them, which of them was to be regarded as the greatest. And he said to them, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors, but not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest and, and the leader as one who serves. For which is the greater, one who sits at the table or one who serves? Is it not the one who sits at the table, but I am among you as one who serves? You are those who have continued with me in my trials, and I assign to you as my Father assigned to me a kingdom that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you that he might sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, Strengthen your brethren. And he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. He said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster will not crow this day until you three times deny that you know me. And he said to them, "'When I sent you out with no purse or bag or sandals, "'did you lack anything?' "'They said, "'Nothing,' he said to them. "'But now let him who has a purse take it, "'and likewise a bag, and let him who has no sword "'sell his mantle and buy one. "'For I tell you that the scripture must be fulfilled in me, "'and he was reckoned with transgressors, for what is written about me has its fulfillment. And they said, look, Lord, here are two swords. And he said to them, it is enough. And he came out and went as was his custom to the Mount of Olives. The disciples follow.
1: Good evening so tonight we're doing the um, the matins or ortho service that's really for um, commemorating the Last Supper the Last Supper and you'll see through tonight two major hymns two major themes excuse me two major themes that dominate the hymns and Um, in the gospel reading. And that is Holy Communion and Judas. Holy Communion and Judas. Sometimes some of the hymns that through the history of the church have been used the wrong way. Frankly, us Orthodox are not, are among those who have had anti-Semitism in, amidst us, okay? But of course, when we read about and sing about Judas tonight and tomorrow and, and the next day, the point is not just to reflect on him historically. And certainly not to use that as some kind of excuse to be against others, but to look at ourselves. To look at ourselves. In the hymns today, there's this, there's, they have very two visceral kind of things that happen in life. Betrayal. And union. Betrayal and union. And you think of some of the most intense emotions you've ever had in your life, and a lot of times they relate to those things union. Getting married. Seeing a good friend or relative that you haven't seen in a really long time. Dwelling in unity with your family. Union. And betrayal, someone who wronged you, a relationship gone wrong, betrayal. The intense, the intense emotions that, that circle around these types of things. In some of the hymns, it kind of brings those two together. Take, for example, on page 40, the now and forever. Okay, we have page 40. I'll just read that to you. You don't have to look it up. Lacking all conscience, he received the body that delivers men from sin and the divine blood that was shed for the world. He was not ashamed to drink what he had sold for money. He felt no anger against sin, for he knew not how to cry, O you works of the Lord, praise the Lord, and exalt him forever. The he there is is Judas, right? He was at the Lord's Supper, at the Last Supper. And for his condemnation, received communion. Communion. And it juxtaposes, you know, it puts like, in, in, it, throughout Holy Week, we put like two figures together. And here we have the apostles, the 11, and then the other, Judas, who gather for, to receive Holy Communion. And we see that throughout Holy Week. We have different, you know, kind of comparisons. You know, the sinful woman who, who repents and Judas who doesn't, right, the other night. We have things like, well, the thief on the cross who confesses openly about Christ, and maybe um, Joseph of Arimathea who comes secretly to the Lord. And there's other examples like that in Holy Week. And when we read these hymns, we don't only focus on the historical or what has happened but of course we apply it to our own context because just to think of the historical it's important but it also totally misses the point we have to say what about us? are we like the Apostles? or are we like Judas? are we coming to Christ in a worthy or an unworthy manner? Do we take Holy Communion seriously? And some of the hymns, you know, kind of sum this kind of thing up. For example, later towards the end, I'll read this from page 52. Deceitful, I'm sorry, I had the wrong page there. If you love riches, why become disciple of him who teaches poverty? See, it, now it's directing it, not just to Judas, but to us. But if your love is for him, why sell the Lord that is above all price and hand him over to be murdered? Tremble, O sun, groan, O earth, quaking and cry aloud, O long-suffering Lord, glory to you. And the next hymn. O you faithful, let none who is uninstructed in the mystery draw near to the table of the Lord's Supper. Let none approach deceitfully as did Judas. So it's speaking directly to us. For he received his portion, yet he betrayed the bread. In outward appearance, he was a disciple. And isn't that a big danger for us as Orthodox? That's a big danger. Let me repeat that. In outward appearance, he he was a disciple, yet in reality, he was present as a murderer. He rejoiced with the Jews, though he sat at supper with the apostles. He kissed in hatred, and with his kiss, He sold the God and Savior of our souls who has redeemed us from the curse. And it's interesting that even as it recalls this terrible thing, the hymn still recalls that God redeemed us from the curse of why He came and the effectualness of His act of salvation on the cross. And the hymn that we, just, uh, we ju- was just beautifully sung uh, the, the, as we were processing with the icon, again, there's kind of like this comparison. When the glorious disciples were being illumined at the supper during the washing of the feet, Judas, the impious go- ungodly man, was darkened by the disease of avarice. And to a lawless court, he delivered you the only righteous judge. See now, O lover of wealth, how for the sake of money he did hang himself. Flee from the greed that made him dare to perform against his teacher such ungodly things. O one who are good to all mankind, glory to you. Again it it reveals how there's Judas was close to Christ, and then but is is Elias fake? but then reassuring us again about how god is good to all mankind so being faced with this kind of comparison apostles and judas let's t- and and the and the theme of holy communion too first let's let's approach holy communion carefully Second, let's live our faith internally, and not just externally. Because that's, again, as Orthodox, that's a big danger to us. That we have our internal heart is towards God. And that we strive to be with Him, not just in appearance, but to the end. As the other eleven did. God bless you.